Welcome to The No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. Hello, 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 truth speakers, and welcome to another episode of The No with me, Nikki Spo. So today I am telling you why you should give your kids an allowance when possible. All right, we are jumping right in today because I know your time is limited and I want to share all this goodness with you in one jam-packed episode while I have your attention. Okay, so let me give you the backstory before I give you like my legit reasons on why you should actually be doing this. Okay, as many of you know, I am a mom of now three, but at the time I started giving my kids an allowance, my boys were two and four years old. I was pregnant and at my wit's end of patience. My boys were being, let's see, normal small children, not wanting to participate in cleaning up their toys, refusing to clear their plates from the table, and generally not wanting to help out with basic family household responsibilities. Okay, I think it's really important to establish these responsibilities from early on. And let me be clear, I am not here pretending like I do all of my own housework, okay? I am very fortunate. I have more than one incredible nanny to help me with my three children. I have a housekeeper who is amazing and helps me around the house. And I have a team of people that I can call on to support me when I need things fixed, etc. right? I'm not here to pretend to be something that I'm not. And I will be the first one to tell you that I have a lot of support. That said though, I still think it's incredibly important to teach our young kids about responsibilities. Maybe even more so that my children have so much privilege. It's not enough for them to assume that like their beds just magically appear made and the floor is clean and their laundry is always done regardless of who is doing it. Okay. I want my kids to respect domestic responsibilities, have gratitude, and more than anything, feel empowered to take care of themselves. This doesn't just happen overnight, which is why I chose to start implementing an allowance system that gave them some external motivation to help around the house. So let's talk about motivation. There's extrinsic motivation and intrinsic motivation. Okay. Intrinsic motivation is when something outside of yourself is motivating you to do that thing. You may want to achieve in order to earn your parents' approval, right? That's really for them. You're here for your parents. Like that's the motive. You may want to get that big bonus at work so you can take your family on a special vacation or treat yourself to something nice or just, I don't know, shit, like not have to worry about your bills this month. These are examples of things that are outside of ourselves that are motivating us, right? Intrinsic motivation is motivation that comes from within. You want to excel in school because earning a good grade makes you feel accomplished for your efforts and studying. You may want to help someone just because it makes you feel good for you to do the right thing. You go to the gym less for the approval of others, but because you feel amazing after a great workout. Neither one is wrong. I think we we need both extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. I think we all wish we could say that we are intrinsically motivated to do the right thing all the time, but we are humans and that's simply not realistic. And when it comes to children, I think we need to teach as parents, we need to teach intrinsic values and motivation, which takes time and maturity, which small children do not always have or demonstrate. So that said, I remember telling a mom group of at my son's school that I had started an allowance system at home. And one response that I want to share, because it stood out to me and it's legit, right? One mom responded, well, aren't you teaching your then 
three-year-old that they don't have to do chores, why would you send the message that they will only help out in order to earn money or privileges? Like, shouldn't they just naturally want to do that? I don't know about you, but like my kids have never naturally wanted to (laughs) to do that. Um, I want to address, address this concept in case it's crossing your mind, uh, because it's, it is valid. Like in a perfect world. Yeah. I want my kids to help me around the house, but let's face it. Like I don't always want to help myself around the house. I don't always like to clean up my own messes, do the dishes, do the laundry, organize my things, whatever. How could I expect my toddlers to actually want to do that? Another thing, like, remember that privilege I I mentioned earlier, my kids seem to think, right? At, At one point they seemed, they legit seemed to think that things do not cost money right? That Amazon trucks just arrive with goodies for no reason. And that if they broke a toy, we can just, Hey, order a new one or just mommy, go to Target or CVS and they'll give you a new one. I'm like, girl, no boy. Bye. That's not how it works. That's not how the world works. So I said, F this shit. I'm giving them an allowance. Okay. So here's how we do it in my home. And you can determine what might work for yours. Okay. My kids have four main responsibilities every single day. Okay. Four. I'm going to, I'm going to go into depth for each one, but in a nutshell, it's number one is feed the dog. Number two, set and clear the table. Number three, put their dirty clothes in the hamper. And number four, cleaning up their toys. All right. Number one was feed the dog. Okay. My two-year-old is responsible for feeding our dog in the morning. And my four-year-old is responsible for feeding her at night. I observe this (laughs) to make sure they give her the appropriate amount of food, but they take the food bucket out of its cabinet. They scoop the food. They assess with my guidance how much food is the appropriate amount, put the food's dog in the bowl and put the, bo- the food bucket away. What is this teaching? Well, we all care about our dog. We love her and we want to make sure she is fed and healthy. She cannot feed herself. So we help those who cannot care for ourselves. She is a family pet. And so we all take care of her, right? Number two was we set and clear the table. At mealtimes, my boys are to get their placemats set their table with the placemat, utensils, and napkin. We have now, we have since added that they get their own water. They like fill their own water cup and they bring it to the table. At the end of each meal, they are responsible for taking their plates to the kitchen. They can dispose of any non-savable food in the trash. They scrape their plates off and place their plates in the sink. They are then to wipe down their placemat and put them away. Okay. What is this teaching? Mealtimes in our home are a family experience. While they are invited to observe and participate in meal preparation, like cooking, they are not required and in most cases allowed to do it for obvious age-appropriate reasons. They are, however, able to take ownership in preparing their meal space. And while they're not yet to be trusted in washing the dishes effectively by themselves, they are able to help out by cleaning up their space, scraping their food off and putting their plate in the sink. We all work together. Okay. Number three is putting their dirty clothes in the hamper. It might seem silly, um, but this was like a really big issue for us. Like they never really wanted to put their dirty clothes in the hamper. Um, What is this teaching? that we do not leave dirty items just laying on the floor. We, we create a clear space for all to play and walk safely. Everything has a place in the home and dirty clothes go in the hamper. The last of their four responsibilities is cleaning up their toys. We just got to a point, you guys, where the clean up, clean up, it's not clean up, clean up song 
just wasn't working. Okay. They were like, screw this mom. Now, before we move on to another play activity, we must clean up the space of the previous activity. What does this teach? We clear our space so we can have plenty of fresh room to participate in the next activity. When you do things little by little, it's not so much work. When we are finished playing, we put things back where they belong. We want to be able to find our favorite superhero toy, and it's going to be easiest to do so if we always keep it in the same space. We also help in keeping our things, the individual things, tidy and clean. So those are their four main responsibilities, guys, every day. And I have to say, in the beginning, I literally had to say every single time, do you want your $5 this week? I'm not going to lie. I totally threatened them with the fact that they wouldn't get their allowance on payday. Okay. And it was rough because they're like, I don't care. I'm like, okay, cool. Then no toys, no, no extra, no new things for you. Like you can't have it then because you know, this is part of what we're doing in the home. So if they complete their responsibility, if they complete their responsibilities each day, and yes, I actually made a checklist that we check off together every day. Did you feed the dog? Yes. Did you clean your toys, uh, put your toys away? Yes. Did you set the table and clean up after yourself? Yes, we did. Or no, we didn't. Right. Um, and then do we put our dirty clothes in the hamper? Yes, we did. If we do all those every day, then each Friday I reward them with $5 to put in their piggy banks. Sometimes I give them a $5 bill. Sometimes I give them five singles and sometimes I mix coins in with the single dollars. What are we teaching here, folks? number recognition and differentiation and counting. But we have so many lessons that are jam-packed into this practice. And yes, for my family, um, $5 a week for two kids, obviously that's roughly $20 each per month, totaling in $40 a month. Now you can set a budget that feels best for your family. What now? Mommy, my toy broke. I say, Should we go to Target with your allowance and purchase a new one? Mommy, I really want the new kinetic sand kit. Oh my gosh, you know what? Let's go to Target this weekend with your allowance and see if we can find one. Mommy, on the way to the park, can we stop at CVS to pick out a goodie? Sure, let's decide how much money you'd like to bring from your piggy bank. This isn't just in theory, guys. I have tested this out and I am... I'm like shocked. That's why I'm doing a podcast episode about it because I am like amazed with that, with the fact that it worked. Okay. So my kids asked me if we could go to Target to get some new toys. I'm going to give you an example, like a real world that I tested several times at this point. Not just once. It's been consistent. My kids asked me if we could go to Target to get some new toys. I said, okay, sure. We will go on Saturday and before we go, we will count the money in our piggy bank and we will see how much we want to bring. So Saturday arrived and you know, you guessed it. They reminded me first thing in the morning, they're like, it's Saturday. You said we could go to Target. You said we could go to the store. I'm like, I sure did. That's another thing. Parents, we have to be a person of our word. If we say no, the answer is no. If we say we're going to do something, we should also honor that and actually do it. So Saturday arrived, we emptied our piggy banks and we discovered that they each had earned $45 to that point. It had been whatever, several weeks. I asked if they wanted to take all of their money or some of their money and save the rest to get another toy at another time. They on their own decided that they wanted to take only some money, not all of it. 
we decided to take $20 each. So I had gotten them cool character wallets. So we put our cash in the wallet and went off to the store on the way. I explained that they each had their own money and we would not be spending more than what they had. Okay. I'm laying the groundwork. I'm laying the foundation. I'm letting, setting the rules for the experience, which as you know, I have to back it up. I cannot change my mind once I get there or else the whole thing goes out the window. I explained that they could decide to pool their money together, which would be $40 total in this case to get a bigger toy, but then they would have to share the toy. Okay. I'm giving them options. Once inside the store, as a normal child would, they picked up all the toys. Okay. They're like, yeah, there's this, this, this. Mommy, can, can we get this? Mommy, can we get that? Mommy, can we get this? Okay. It was a big electronic light year Zerg toy, which was about $45, which was more than what they had combined. Okay. So I said, no, we can't get that toy today. Do you see these numbers? This is a four and this is a five. We did not bring enough money for this toy. To my sheer amazement, my older son said, aw, and he put the toy back. I mean, success, right? Okay. Next, we found a smaller Buzz Lightyear toy that was $12. Mommy, is this toy $20? My son asked me. No, sweetheart, it's $12. You can afford to get this toy and maybe a candy bar and have some change left over if you would like. My son said, no, I'd rather have a toy than a candy bar. We put this, the small, so we put the small $12 Buzz in our basket and kept looking. Next, we found a toy kit, all right, that included eight Spidey and Friends characters. My kids love Spidey and Friends, okay? But that kit was $22.99, okay, like 23 bucks. Mommy, mommy, can we get this? All right, guys, I explained. This toy kit is $22.99. It's more than each of you have individually, but there are eight individual toys within this kit. If you want, you may share your money with each other and also share the toys in this kit. Would you like to do that? They decided, yes, 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 they would love to do that. And then they decided, which was really so cool. They decided who would get to play with each toy. Like Shago was like, oh, I get Spidey. And Dante's like, I get Miles Morales. And so they divided the eight toys amongst themselves. That left us with roughly $15, plus we had to account for tax, which no, I have not explained yet. <laughs> okay, so that left us with some, some money left over. So I explained that we could get one smaller toy for, for them to share together. They searched the rows, asking if this was within their budget, how about that, before they finally decided on a mini Hot Wheels racetrack that came with one car. And, you know, being a mom and like foreseeing the problems with that, I'm like, okay, well, we have, we have other race cars at home. <laughs> like this will be okay. <laughs> All right. Um, it wasn't an issue. Finally, we get to the checkout and the gentleman said, okay, that'll be $38 and 25 cents. So Shago gave him his $20 from his wallet and Dante gave him his $20 from his wallet and they received some coins back in change, which we divided and placed in the zippy part of their wallets. It was so amazing. It has been so amazing. This is one example. So what's the lesson here? Well, there are many lessons in this allowance strategy, but not only that, on Fridays, their school collects 
money to give to those who are less fortunate. Each week, we take some of the coins out of our piggy banks. Sometimes we do a dollar or two, and we give so that other children might have yummy food to eat, clean clothes to wear, and fun toys to play with. So you see this $5 weekly investment that I make for my children has many, many benefits. To recap, one, we establish responsibilities in the home. By the way, I rarely have to remind them about their allowance now. They do their responsibilities willingly because we have formed a new healthy habit of doing so. Two, we understand the value of money and our personal items. Three, we take care of our things and we are not wasteful or inconsiderate. Four, we are counting and recognizing numbers. Five, we are empowering ourselves to make our own choices. Six, we are practicing delaying gratification and the idea that you can't have everything right when you want it. Seven, we are practicing saving for later. Such an important lesson in life, am I right? And last, we are learning to be charitable with what we have. Parents, I cannot recommend this enough. Download this episode and come back to it whenever you need encouragement. It is not always easy. There will be some pushback in the beginning, but I am so grateful for the progress that my kids have made and for the valuable lessons they are learning and applying to their young lives. I hope this was helpful. Try it. I want to hear from you if you do. Until next time, truth speakers. That's all, folks. Chago Dante, say bye. 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 Say thanks for listening. Thank you to listen. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and the Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. Mm-hmm.